0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: The exclamation point on the Knicks' sixth victory in their last
2: seven games. Boosbert with one final field goal. So, Kuzma finishes with 40, one shy of his
1: career high, but the Knicks win it 112, 108, and once again, led in the second half by Jalen Brunson, who finishes with 34. But with kudos. 7 of 7 from the line drive, also 8 rebounds, 8 assists for Brunson. Yeah, kudos to
2: IQ, he did an excellent
3: job orchestrating. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta laugh you have to laugh right what else you do what else can you do we gotta laugh say it with me now <clears throat> this fucking team mm. uh, the Knicks win the Knicks win this was not quite as, uh, as bad uh, quite, quite as uh, quite as heart palpitation inducing as perhaps some of the other uh some of the other just loads of fun experiences that we've had over the course of this season, um, it was close though um i want I want to get out of the way because I feel like after a game like this, it's like I don't know if I'm to take a shower, so I want to cleanse myself in some way. so let me just i wrote it down here here are the things the egregious shit really, there was only three things right there was the There was a horrendous possession by the Knicks with under a minute. The first possession with under a minute where they just ran nothing. Um, And uh, and it resulted in like a very rushed Quentin Grimes three. That was very bad. Um, And then the awful, 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 awful. Sorry, Julius, but awful uh, foul on uh, Kyle Kuzma. Thankfully, Kyle Kuzma did not hit one of the free throws that turned out to be big. Um, And then, you know, hit your free throws, guys. Uh, Julius Randle missed one. Could have could have played a role. It didn't. Other than that, you know, I mean, some of the some questionable um, decision making by the part of I think it was Mitch in trying to guard uh, KP gave him a little bit too much room on his on his threes in the fourth quarter for my liking, given their lead. But overall, as far as potential disasters go, you know, I, I did not think that was for as bad as it was in the moment. It was like, okay. We no, nothing nothing too crazy. All right, Now now that that's out of the way, we could talk about the rest of the game because most of this game, I think, was pretty good. This was an ugly game. Um, This was a game in which neither team shot very well, unless your name was Jalen Brunson. The Knicks for the night were 44% overall and um, 8 of 29 from 3 for a sizzling 27% from deep. Not to be outdone, the Washington Wizards 38.7% from uh, the field and 31% from three, which they definitely made some, some big shots uh, or some, they got going from three late in the game. Uh, So uh, neither team shot. Well, Uh, was it all the defense? No. Um, I thought the Knicks missed a bunch of open shots. Uh, Quite frankly, I thought the, the wizards missed a decent amount of open shots. The difference between that, and I'm not sure I could say this because I don't really think the Knicks have a whole bunch of great shooters, but I think the Knicks shooters are better than the wizard shooters. And when the, um, Knicks, uh, I'm losing my train of thought when the Knicks defenders were peeling off wizard shooters to guard the drive, uh, they were guys who just are not like I've really poor percentages all year. The Wizards are not a good shooting team. And, you know, it's not a shocker that you're going to see numbers like, you know, Rui Hachimura, one for seven from three. Um, Denny Avdita, oh, four from three. Like, I don't feel bad winning with numbers like that. Because, again, those guys are not those guys are not great shooters above the arc. Um, and plus the the gambit worked because uh, the most important stat of the game, as far as I'm concerned, is points in the paint. They flashed it. Yeah, it ended up being 50 to 28 in favor of the Knicks. The Knicks absolutely dominated the Wizards in the paint, and uh, they gave the Wizards nothing um, really anywhere close to the basket, which considering the Wizards play, you know, a traditional center alongside Christoph Przingis a lot of the time, to say nothing of Kyle Kuzma at the three. I think that is pretty impressive that the Knicks were were able to limit them in that respect. So that was good. Um, you know, I thought it was a nice response by the Knicks coming off a game in which we all felt pretty bad about. I thought, again, there was more of the shooting rules in the first quarter that got them off to the slow start. But, you know, give them credit. The Wizards had a couple opportunities in that game to kind of maybe not go and run away with it, but certainly give a little bit of a cushion. Knicks made a lot of big plays. And uh, we will start, of course, by talking about the man, the myth, the legend, a guy who just when you thought, just when you thought his all-star case was uh, was dead, rising from the grave. It is, it is Friday the 13th. Is this Friday the 13th where Jalen Brunson's all-star case officially comes out of the ground and starts terrorizing other Eastern Conference guards? Um, perhaps. Ended up with 34 points on 24 shots, just just very silly. To go with eight rebounds and eight assists, I don't know how many Nick guards in the history of the franchise have had numbers like that. I will look that up after the game. He was awesome, and the Wizards didn't know what to do with him. Um, he is, you know, he's he's playing like the best player on a playoff team. He's that good, and not a not a play in team. He's playing as well as the best player on a playoff team. You know, eventually these these very silly lists that come out um, and still have him somehow ranked like outside of the top 50 of all NBA players. Like at some point, reality has to catch up to perception with this particular player. Um, If he doesn't wind up making the all star team, he'll be like the first or second cut. If you ask me to bet on it right now, I think I bet that he's going to make it. Um, because this is a serious run. I think people are going to pay attention to it. And I think if the Knicks, you know, continue to maintain sixth place, maybe even seventh place, they're going to reward someone. And I think just a lot of, a lot of basketball people will look at this and they're going to be like, yeah, Randall's had a really nice season, but Brunson is the guy. Um, The second dude that I want to shout out, making a habit of this, is Emmanuel Quickly. Um, Emmanuel Quickly is, the next the next sixth starter right now. I understand he is not starting games anymore since R j. Barrett came back. I, like everybody, was curious to see how they would deploy him after R j returned. I was a little worried in the first game uh, of the first well, the first half of the first game, um when he played only ten minutes in the first half, and I'm like, man, this guy, this dude's—he's too—he's too good to be playing twenty minutes a game. I mean, this is—that's a little ridiculous. Sure enough, left him on the court for sixteen minutes in the second half against the Pacers, and then tonight plays thirty-two big minutes, goes seven to thirteen from the field, um, eighteen points. The numbers, like, you know, I don't—I don't know if the numbers ever do any player full justice. You, you have to watch the games and you have to see when they score, how they score, the other things that they do. And for Emmanuel quickly, like this was a real, you know, the Knicks got up comfortably going into the last few minutes of the game. And, and that was a good job by them. But this was a, this was a neck and neck game. And when the wizards made their push at the end of the third quarter, it's like every team makes a push. I thought that was their push made the run at the end of the third quarter. It was very quiet. It was very sneaky. And it was after um, I believe it was after um, Mitchell Robinson, Foul! Oh no! Sorry, it was after the it was after the big Randall dunk. As soon as the big Randall dunk happened, oof! Sorry, we will take a step back. Just let's pause to appreciate that moment. We'll we'll talk about that moment again in a second, actually. But it was after the big Randall dunk. It was a six-zero run by the Wizards. They're right back in the game. It's a one-point game. What happens? Emmanuel quickly comes in, hits a couple big shots to start the fourth quarter. Another play of the game candidate that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, makes a beautiful assist off an RJ pass to Hartenstein for uh, what was an easy bucket. It was all, you know, um, ended up being a 14 0 run. It was the run that essentially not put the game away, but like kind of sort of put the game away, Um, had an outstanding defensive possession um, with about three, three minutes into the fourth quarter where he guard, I forget who he was guarding, but it was just like the dude was trying it so hard to draw the foul and quickly just stayed, stayed steady. And like, that's so hard. It's so hard. We saw Mitch get baited with it all night. And I don't know about some of those calls, but like he he quickly does such a good job. And I know he got baited. He, he did get caught on the one in the corner. Um, I think it was on Kispert, but like those will happen by and large, though. His defense is just so sound. And I thought he was definitely the second best Nick in this game. And then, um, you know, did anybody else play like super well? Not really. Um, you know, Randall was was solid. I mean, twenty three and sixteen, like I, solid. Uh, I thought his defense was was quite good. Other than the atrocious foul call, you know, he's 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 losing the offense a little bit. I mean, eight of nineteen, some some shots that maybe you didn't love, only one assist. Um, but I I didn't mind Randall's game. I really didn't. And you know, he's. He's playing at a level, even if it's not the stretch he was on, like the level he's playing at the last, um, what is it, last three games. Obviously, his, shot, his shooting has fallen off. I still think he's playing well. And his three, by the way, that took the lead from seven to ten um, late, thought that was big. And he had another basket, big basket late. So, like, good game from Randall. Um, not a great offensive game from Quentin Grimes, but outstanding defensively. I thought one of the reasons the game changed was when uh, Tom Thibodeau put Quentin Grimes, switched Quentin Grimes onto Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma obviously had an amazing game, and he was killing R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett, this is one of the worst defensive performances you will ever see from R.J. Barrett. Um, Did not love that. And then Tibbs, nice in-game adjustment, switches Grimes onto Kuzma, helped steady that surge from Kuzma. Um, Kuzma hit a corner three late. I tweeted it out. I thought the contest was outstanding by Grimes, and just the fact that he got there didn't get hung up on a screen It was a nice play design from the Wizards. Uh, so yeah, good job by Grimes there. RJ had some nice moments. I mean, again, defensively we, we don't need to harp on it was not good, um, but offensively he's, he's starting to find it. Not worried about RJ. Um, talked about quickly. You know we you want to talk about Miles McBride? Only played eight minutes uh, right now. It's a it's a bit of a struggle for him offensively and defensively. You know, early in the fourth quarter against the Pacers, got taken right off the dribble by T.J. McConnell um, to the to the lane to start the fourth quarter. Like, not really a whole lot of resistance against similar play tonight. I think it was Delon Wright took him straight into the paint, ended up getting called for an and one. You know, Benji said this I think on our playback the other night. If you're Deuce McBride and you have your offensive these offensive limitations. You have you can't just be a good defender, you have to be a a splash play defender, an outstanding defender, like a a plus 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 defender. And you know, I'm not going to get on his defense. Defense is still very good, but the offense is just you know it's tough right now. Um, the Hardenstein thing, I I don't know. I, I have a feeling tonight. I, I'm curious what people are going to say about Hardenstein's game tonight because I think you could watch this game and be like, oh, Hardenstein had some nice moments, and you could also watch this game and be like, man. When are we getting Sims? I mean, there were definitely a few times tonight where I was like, is this it? You know, Um, at the same time, it's tough to make a rotation change when you're winning. And right now the Knicks are winning and we could we could end with that. It's another win. You know, there's always quibbles, but I kind of keep going back to the same refrain with this team, which is that you look at what they're doing. You look at the numbers behind what they're doing. You look at the offensive rating. You look at the defensive rating. And of course, most importantly, you look at the record. And they're twenty four and nineteen. They're five games over five hundred. They have matched, I believe, they have matched their season high for twenty four games over five uh, or five games over five hundred. at twenty four and nineteen. Nick's PR just tweeted out: they're nine and two over their last eleven road games. Like that's just that's impressive. To go on the road and perform that well, that consistently, I don't care who you're playing. It doesn't matter. Literally, it doesn't matter who you're playing. You go nine and two on a road stretch in the NBA season. They know what they're doing. Again, there are issues, late game stuff. Fine, a rotation thing here or there. Fine. Twenty-four and nineteen in good position in the East, and uh, they still don't have what anybody seems to consider a, a, a no doubt about it top fifty player. So. Um, it's a nice season. The nice season for the Knicks continues. Um, on that note, before we get to the super chats, we are going to talk about our three candidates for play of the game. We will go from what I will, I will deem the bottom up. Um, my number three candidate for play of the game. Um, Knicks lead was down to seven. Randall took a three. I think it back banked in. It went up to ten. Thought that was a big, 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 big moment. Wizards had some momentum. Um, that kind of quashed it. Uh, that's one. Number two, the ball movement play I referenced uh, earlier in kind of semi-transition. RJ good decision to pull the ball back out quickly as he does better than I think anyone on the. I think he might be the best cutter on the team. I'm trying to think if I if I'm misspeaking. Grimes is a really good cutter. Brunson's a good cutter. RJ can cut. They have some good cut. Randall's has, has some nice cuts this year. Um, I think RJ or um, quickly is the best cutter on the team and quickly cuts and immediately the balls barely in his hands, dishes it off to Isaiah Hardenstein for the uh, bucket to put them up. I believe that put them up 10. That was at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Um, and then what I assume will be the winner, the dunk of the year. Is there even another candidate for dunk of the year? I mean, the OB dunk in preseason, I still remember that. That was against, I believe it was against Indiana. Um, that was impressive. But as far as an in game dunk in someone's grill and won the whole thing, I mean, that was good. That was a good dunk. All right. Those are our three play of the game candidates. Um, we will now, on a beautiful Friday night, we got two days to go until the Knicks next game try to Knicks will try to complete a three in one week against the uh the Detroit Pistons um on Sunday right they played Detroit Sunday and then uh and then Toronto Monday or do I have my do I have my games mixed up again it sucks getting old don't get old anybody yeah Detroit um on Sunday go go beat Detroit go beat Detroit get get six games above 500 see how that feels I bet you it feels good okay um we start built through Taj, the perfect, 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 perfect title of our first super chat, super chatter. It was good seeing there was a before I even read the comment. Um the uh there was a moment where the the Knicks played a a beautiful defensive possession, and the ball ended up with in Taj's hands with uh with uh like the, the clock was running out and he like turned and faded away. The contest was great. And he just splashed it. Taj Gibson. So good. Um, we got a shout out to the goat. Mike Miller. Is that Mike Miller, the former wizard? I'm guessing it's Mike Miller, the former wizard. Uh, is it Mike Miller, the former Knicks coach? Mike Miller was good. Knicks coach. I like Mike Miller. Anyway, uh, either way, it's fine. Thanks. Bill Tritosh. Ryan Huang, is it farts that hashtag JB is him needs to be an all star, um, and is is it farts? Is it? I I I should probably know what farts stands for. I don't though because I'm old. Um, needs to be an all star, and it's the only reason why Tibbs' lack of an offensive game plan down the stretch can work. Sorry, again, only only in New York, only in New York. Get the second comment in a post game for a team that is twenty four and nineteen uh be about nah, the coach stinks the coach stinks um yeah he's, he's an all star is a fucking awesome player he's great um i i, I man I hope you find happiness somewhere fucking team's playing great It's really fun watching this team play. We're complaining about the offensive sets only in New York. Uh, Actually, that's not true. And that's kind of my point. That's always what I go back to about Tibbs and why nobody in New York is unique in the slightest because 25 other fan bases do this uh, for most of the year. There's like five fan bases at any given time who are happy with their coach. Uh, Everybody else thinks the coach sucks. So, you know. Welcome to welcome to Pro Sports fandom, I guess. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, Danny Gardner, what's going on, Danny? Aside from not attacking when they trapped and the Randall Dump foul, I thought this was a much more of some tough shot making from the Wiz. Again, Danny, we're usually uh, it's simpatico in terms of reading each other's minds. Not surprised by that. Um, and some suspect officiating than a panicky collapse. Good win. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't sense panic. I didn't sense panic. The one again, I wouldn't call it panic. There was, there was that one possession where it was like, they weren't really making an off effort to run anything. Um, but it was one possession, you know, and yeah, sometimes one possession can be the difference. So again, you don't absolve, you don't absolve, but you kind of take it in context um, and you move on. You won the game. That's all that matters. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate it. As always, Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Nothing like rooting for this team. <laughs> you know it. Jalen Brunson is just unreal making that all-star push more flexibility from Tibbs tonight. Yes. Um, another thing I didn't mention about Tibbs that I thought was, was important is he left Brunson in for a long time. Like I know, you know, Tibbs playing guys a billion minutes is like a, a point of contention, but like that was a tough part of the game. They needed to maintain the lead. They needed to get the, the lead. They needed to establish the lead until you could get Randall and quickly. And if you want to throw RJ in there as well, In at the same time in the fourth quarter for that little spell, Um, so the easiest way to do that was just leave Brunson on the floor, and he left Brunson on the floor for the first seventeen minutes of the of the half um, of the second half, and I thought it was a big a big thing. Quentin Grimes not only putting Quentin Grimes on um, Kyle Kuzma, but bringing Quentin Grimes back into the game for RJ Barrett with three minutes left, and sure as shit, what happens? Quentin Grimes defends Kyle Kuzma, forces him into a tough two point shot, misses, you know little things like that make the difference. Um, anyway, IQ sometimes looks like this team's best player. He's I, I, my, here's you know, my hot take for, for tonight. Um, my hot take for tonight is I think we can. Begin to think about whether there's a quickly. Six man of the year potential here. That's, that's interesting to me. I don't know if he's going to have the numbers,, um, but in terms of the impact and if the Knicks do well enough i don't I don't think that's nuts. I'm going to look up some some bench numbers in a bit, but I don't think that's nuts at all. Thank you, Kevin.
1: What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I have found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes. And and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool21 and use code Filmschool21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool21 and Use code film school 21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit.
3: Um, AE Kennedy, what's going on AE? The same thing happens every night. Hashtag a, a-, a- win. A win is a win. <laughs> yeah. Again, I'll I'll side more with Danny that I, I, I didn't think this like every, every game like this kind of has its own sort of characteristics. I thought their offense down the street, like, Look, the Knicks had an assist, some obscenely low assist percentage tonight. It was it was very bad. It was as bad an assist percentage as you will ever see in an NBA game for a team uh, that won the game. That's also kind of how the Knicks play, you know. And you look at there are some great offenses like the the Warriors, are the obvious one where it's their assist percentages in like you know the high sixties or the low seventies. I mean, I was looking it up today. The Warriors starting five, their ideal starting five when they're all healthy. I was an assist percentage like close to 80. You know, and then you have teams with, with great isolation scorers that have assist percentages near the bottom of the league and those are sometimes great teams. The fact of the matter is right now with the Knicks, they don't have a lot of great passers. Um, they don't have a lot of like super high IQ players, uh, at least in terms of the guys that often have the ball. They have some, they have some. And they have one of the best isolation scorers in the league in Jalen Bronson. And they have another guy, in Julius Randle, who you know has was has been pretty freaking good with the ball in his hands and then you want to throw RJ Barrett into the mix in a in a very specific sense of like he does what he does he drives the lane he throws lobs to Mitch occasionally he g- kicks to the corner like that's their offense is it is it the most sophisticated offense in the world you know no but what works is what works and uh when you're a top 10 offense without a no doubt about it um you know top 50 player That's, 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 that's why I, I, you know, it's impressive. Uh, Thanks AE. Appreciate it. As always. Janky AF. Can I put my diapers away? Never, never with this team. Not just yet. Go Knicks film school. Thank you. Thank you, Janky. Appreciate it. As always. Um, Yanni Golan. What's going on, Yanni? Thank you for the generous contribution. Hey, KFS, good win. Good team effort is quickly better than RJ. Ooh, we're getting getting spicy, especially for this team. Um, No, I don't want to go there. Um, I I don't. mm. Look, when when quickly was back, when quickly was in the starting lineup before RJ was back for those, however many games it was with, uh, and Brunson was in the starting five. You, you certainly saw moments. Um, I think the answer would be yes. If Quickly was more of a knockdown shooter, in addition to the other things that Quickly does, the I mean, he might be that. A lot of us believe he will be that. He just hasn't. The numbers say he's not that yet. Um, you know, he doesn't fire away in an instant like Quentin Grimes. That's just not something he does right now. If he did. And did it consistently enough, where you know he was making a lot of those shots. Like, I think that would that would then yes. With the way their games are right now, um, I think it, there's an argument that quickly is, is best in his role as as the sixth man who is essentially playing starters' minutes. Um, I don't say that with a ton of conviction, um, but I know this. I know. I'm sitting here right now, like, do I believe that Emmanuel quickly could be the sixth man on a championship team? That's without question. Um, and I think he can thrive in that role. And it's a, it's a stat. I think I've cited a couple of times in the newsletter and I've probably said it on here, but like no player on this team has been as malleable as Emmanuel quickly, as far as playing the mo- a ton of minutes with a ton of different players. And he's able to adjust seamlessly play with the starters. Okay. Play with some of the starters, some of the bench. Okay. Play with pretty much all of the bench. Okay. The dude doesn't skip a beat, you know, and that, that kind of malleability I think is what you need in a six man. Um, Does RJ have that same, you know, I don't know. I I guess RJ strikes me as more of a guy who needs like benefits from that consistency. So I guess from that perspective, maybe RJ, it's another piece of evidence that, or an argument, not another piece of evidence, an argument, where well, RJ might be better as a starter. Um, I don't know. It's a, I mean, it's a great question. Yanni. It really is. It's a great question. Uh, thank you for that. Chris Carter. What's going on, Chris off season priority. Bring back Taj. I wouldn't trade a quickly for Will Chamberlain. <laughs> Who says no <laughs> uh, IQ number one on the trade value list. Uh, every minute. Hardenstein's in the game is the worst moment of my life. Yeah. It, it, I didn't like it tonight. Um, the moment where he had box out position on, uh, it was, I think it was in the fourth quarter too. Um He had box out position on, I'm pretty sure it was KP. It might've been Taj. I think it was KP. I apologize that I forget. And he got called for the foul there. Like, man, you gotta be fucking physical. You know, you just, you have to be able to be you're you're a seven foot human being. You have to be able to be physical there and complete that box out without being called for the foul. You just have to. And, there was, you know, there was a moment in the first half where the ball, um, I think it was one of the, possess, the, the Wizards got a lot of offensive rebounds in this game. I'm, I'm going to look up. It felt like a lot of offensive rebounds, at least um, I'll look up what it is right now. But, you know, it was a possession where they got two or three opportunities at the rim. Yeah, Wizards had twelve offensive rebounds, which you know that's not ideal. And Hardenstein, like, he was right there, and he just didn't, he didn't, he didn't get his hands up. Now, you know, it, he just doesn't have that. I guess that sort of timing or that sort of that reaction timing, whatever it is. But it wasn't great. I didn't love it. Um, I don't love his minutes, and I would be fine with a, with a change. Uh, I'll say that. I'd be fine with the change. Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? Now, there's a dub we could be happy about. Now that I've deleted the Julius Randle foul on Kuz out of my memory bank. We, hashtag we back. Meanwhile, I have the Wolves-Suns game on in the background. I swear I looked up at the score like three minutes ago, and it was a 20-point game, and now I'm looking up, and the, the Wolves are up by 12. I'm going to keep an eye on this one. The NBA in 2023, baby. It's it's fantastic. Uh thank you, Dom. Appreciate it. Soggy Buns 65, again, the the just the goat, the goat name for these super chats. Um, their late game execution is so embarrassing. Yeah, I mean it's it's not great sometimes. It's not great. But let's hope these close games build some character in these guys. The youth on this team needs that experience to take the next step. Um, Yeah, again, I tried to boil it down to what I thought was the real bad stuff. Um, But like. You know, let let me say this in. in, And I don't know if this is necessarily being critical of anyone. You could take it, I guess, as criticism of, of the coach, but. They have really, really good isolation scores, and Brunson and, and Randall and, you know, I guess to whatever extent, RJ. They're not great isolation scorers, even Brunson. Like he's obviously he's awesome, but like he's also six feet tall and you can neutralize him. There are ways to neutralize him. So when that is your go to foundation of your offense late in games and you don't and the other part of it and you don't have like knock down three point shooters that you feel really confident in those situations being like, that's okay. As long as we kick it out to this player, you know, they're not going to make every shot, but we know if we kick out to them enough times, and even in big spots, like they're still going to make en- enough of them when they're open. Like they really don't have that. Grimes is the closest thing they have to it. And he's a second year player. He hasn't even played 82 games in the league yet. Like they really aren't well constructed to do well, super well in these st- types of situations when defenses bear down and we're going to, and are like, yeah, we're not letting them beat us in this way. So what is your backup plan? And that's the, that is the valid criticism because they, there are times where it's like, they just don't have a backup plan. Um, or it doesn't seem like it now. I think you could probably say the same thing of a lot of teams. Like I always like to say, you watch any, you watch any NBA game in the last five minutes of a close game. You're going to, you're just going to see a lot of ISO. um, that's what happens when defenses bear down and really and really dial in. Uh, it doesn't mean it's it's great. It's, you know, it's not. It's not. It's not ideal. Thanks, Soggy Bones. Appreciate it. Brian Benjamin, what's going on, Brian? If this is our offense playing Brunson forty minutes a game, he might not last all four years of his contract. If this team is better than the Week Here season, then I can't see it. Oh, I think they're better. I mean, the numbers, the numbers are what the numbers are. They were. A much higher ranked defense in the we here season. They were the fourth ranked defense in the we here season, but they were also the 23rd ranked offense. And when you're a bottom ten offense, like you can only do so much. This team has top ten offense. Um like Jalen Brunson overall for Peyton, you know, Julius Julius Randle's more efficient. I I would I think that actually I, I would go the other way. I would I I think there is an argument that this team is it's not even a discussion that this team is. <laughs> So that much better than the the we here season. Um, As far as playing Brunson 40 minutes a game, that's because he's the best player on the team. If Jalen Brunson is the best player on the Knicks in three years, then everybody will have gotten fired in the front office. They will not have jobs anymore. So I hope that answers that question. Uh, Nicholas saying, what's going on, Nicholas? Do we ever run a play to get someone an easy shot? Everything seems like it's one guy trying to create. Yeah, they got a ton of easy shots tonight. They get a ton of easy shots every night. They take a ton of threes. They take a bunch of corner threes. They shoot a bunch of shots at the rim. They get a, they get a bunch of shots in the short mid-range. Their shot profile, their shot quality diet is just really high. Um, you know, they don't hit enough of them. You know, like I, I lost count of the amount of really good looks I thought they had in the first half, especially. that they, they just didn't. I mean, there was that possession in the first half where um, it was Grimes wide open three clanged offensive rebound Isaiah Hardenstein like got it and like quickly was right there in the corner Ch- shot it right out quickly in the corner um he boxed out whoever was the closest defender Qu- quickly could have you know made himself a cup of tea and shot that ball and you know he missed it um and there's a lot of those shots it like this is what you're going to like go go again I could I could name you 10 teams that if you turn on these teams any given night, this is what you're going to see. You're going to see mostly isolation, a lot of high pick and roll, and everything comes off of that. It's all either shots at the rim, lobs, offensive rebounds, shots in the paint, or kickouts for threes. And I know it doesn't feel like they get a lot of easy shots, but even easy shots, like for as much as people love to praise like, oh, Spurs with their ball movement and this and the other thing. Like most of the time that stuff just it comes off of advantage creation and you need stars for advantage creation. And they don't have those sorts of stars. Like my, my go-to line that I always went to, I feel like last year, was like, there's no, it's not like you get the magic wand with all of this, with all of the super secret plays in it. You know, could they be a more creative offense? Absolutely. they could be a more creative offense, but it's one thing to complain if the team is ranked in the twenties or even the teens in offense. If you had a top 10 offense, I don't know. I find it hard to complain. That's me though. Um, you may be different forgotten NYC. What's going on? Forgotten. Can we start the uncomfortable OB? Bust combo yet? No, 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 nah. nah, 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 nah. He's, he's, he's having a rough stretch. I'm not going there. Sorry. Thanks, but sorry. I'm not going there tonight. Brian with another one. The lack of adjustments will kill us in the playoffs. Uh, playing Mitch on Chris Dops was dumb for a defensive coach. We should have went small. Completely disagree with that. Mitchell Robinson is a guy that I feel like for 30 out of 40 games this season, I've had people in these comments talking to me about how he is a all defense candidate. Um, We've seen him guard on the perimeter. He knows how to guard on the perimeter. He's capable of guarding on the perimeter. He's capable of moving his feet on defense. He moved his feet brilliantly on defense on a couple of possessions in this very game. Um, And then at the end of some of those plays, He lost his composure at the last second, got called for a foul. Um, He's capable. He did not defend up to his level tonight. And the notion that you are, I'm, I'm not saying it's not a decision to make, but the notion that you just, because you're worried about that specific matchup and you don't, and you have that little faith in a guy that, again, a lot of people want to put on the all defense team around here. That you're willing to sacrifice the rim protection and the offensive rebounds, to say nothing of the defensive rebound, he's becoming an elite defensive rebounder too. The willing, the, the willingness to sacrifice, at least in comparison to Hardenstein, the willingness to sacrifice all those things for that matchup. I don't, I don't see it. This is another one of those comments that you know is it, it's the you know this is again I'm not, not never try to hide anything from anybody. This is the stuff that gets under my skin where it's like oh people are looking for shit to complain about because they just don't like the coach. Um which is fine. Everybody has their prerogative. Uh, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, as always. Uh, busy. What's going on, Busy? Had to watch the entire game on my phone because someone thought it was a good idea to let my toddler have a free pass Friday. Spoiler alert, it wasn't about me. Hashtag. Let me get this. Hope he, he enjoyed his Paw Patrol. That's great. Hashtag, let's go, nicks. Busy, I appreciate you. I appreciate uh, also our spirited discussions, not only here, but in the Discord. Uh, shout out to all of our patrons. Uh, my story from tonight is at halftime, we watched a few minutes. My daughter was up late tonight, so that's why I didn't do the halftime soon. So my daughter was up late. My wife is, got sick again. This is not a thing to be a member of my household and not have somebody sick. Someone in my household has to be sick at all times. So she went. To, my wife went to bed early with the baby. My daughter, my older daughter was up late with me, watched, uh, she was doing like some kind of coding thing on her iPad for a while, but then she was sitting watching the Knicks with me. Halftime came, watched a little bit of Warriors uh, Spurs, and then I flipped up to ESPN2, and it was gymnastics, and my daughter's been in gymnastics for several years. So she's like, oh, it's gymnastics on TV, and it, was, it was female college gymnastics. So we sat and watched gymnastics for a few minutes, and then... I got, you know, the Nick game was on. So I'm like, uh, the Nick game's on. She's like, I want to keep watching gymnastics. So I'm like, and then at that moment, when I was watching the Nick game on my phone for about five minutes until she was like, all right, I'm done with gymnastics. We can watch the Nick game again. Um, I was like, this is, this is true love. This is, this is the meaning of true love that a parent can have for their child. There's not another human being on the face of the earth that could get me to have women's gymnastics on my television over the Nick game. A close knit game, albeit. But for my daughter, I happily did it. So, gymnastics, Paw Patrol, six and one and a half dozen. The other busy, right? As I as I drink from her s cup. Hamdy M, what's going on, Hamdy? To be honest, it's hard to win on the road. Yeah, it is. They're nine. They're nine and two in their last eleven road games. <laughs> Could we maybe? Patient, you are. Two to, to others. Um, what do you call it? Uh, let's be happy about the things that are going really well. To be honest, it's hard to win on the road. So good road trip uh, or good road win. I hope this helps the confidence because it's all about the confidence at this point. Quick observation. Emmanuel quickly is uh, s- slowly becoming a solid two way player. Um, I don't. Think he's slowly becoming anything. He is, he was a, I thought, I mean, honestly, he was a solid two way player as a rookie. I thought his defense as a rookie was pretty good. Last year, I think there's an argument that he was there. All things considered, I think there's an argument that he was their most consistent two way player on the season. And this year, I mean, man. um, Yeah. Yes. Emmanuel quickly, very solid two way player. Completely, completely agree. Good comment, Andy. Um, as I'm, as I am in the process of looking up Emmanuel quickly, um, where he ranks in terms of the the bench versus starter stuff. Because I really, I, I think there's a real case there. Uh, okay. Uh, next up, Adam K. What's going on, Adam? One day, all this agit will be worth it for us old heads. <laughs> but man, this is a fun core to root for, even if it amounts to a first now first round knockout. Um. I like this core a lot. Brunson's a ton of fun. He's all, it's so great. I mean, just to root for a guy that takes tough shots and makes tough shots. Like, you know, you, you turn on an NBA, any NBA game and you, you're going to see one of those guys um, that uh, for 20 years, 20 some odd years, we turn on NBA games for other teams. And we saw those guys and more than that really cuz patrick you know in patrick's later years it really he wasn't really that you know um so really you could go back like 25 now he had mellow. mello was as good a tough shot maker as anybody but he also wasn't exactly not, a, not always the most efficient guy for all those years um, you want to give me marberry okay you want to give me kp for that for that bright shining moment okay i'll hear that um and even randall 2 years ago like certainly made a lot of tough shots but not Not to the extent that this guy does. This guy, like, there was that, there was a, uh, there was, it was one bucket that stuck out. I wrote it down about for, um, for when it was, I think what I, Brunson Unreal, that was my comment. It was when they, whatever their 70th and 71st points were, where it was just, he held the, he held the finish and you just knew it was going in and it was nothing but net. I'm going on and on against Brunson. I know you're talking about the, the, the fun core. Um, there's other guys, but it, it, it to me, it has to start with the best player. You have to feel like, you know, going into battle, you have a chance because of that number one guy. And I think you feel that way with Brunson. And then, you know, all the other guys, it, it is a fun core. Um, not the deepest of teams, but a fun core. And will it result in a first round knockout? Probably, <laughs> you know, probably. That's okay. You know, that's okay. This year. Thanks, Adam. Jacob Slava. What's going on, Jacob? SP is the fucking captain. We deserve. Yes. Shaky game from Julius, but I won't complain as long as we win. Yeah, shaky. shaky. You know what? That's a great word to describe Julius' game today. It'd be shaky. We're a playoff team. We need a depth trade, and we're off. You know, that. that's the thing I was thinking when I looked and I saw the, the eight deuce minutes before. I wonder if the I, I mean, uh, okay. I'll I'll make a bold prediction. So, cue, cue up your um your recorders. How do how do you? Re- I don't know people people. I see myself on Twitter the next day occasionally, so I know people can record these things. I don't know how the hell you do it, but uh, cue it up. Uh, my prediction. Old, old takes exposed here or whatever. Uh, my prediction is between now and the deadline, they will make a trade in which they acquire a player who will become. A part of their rotation. That is my that is my prediction right now. Um I just have a I have a funny feeling. Don't know anything. Nothing. Don't know a single thing. Um, and I would certainly not be so bold as to be like, oh, it's gonna be this player going out or that player going out. Um, the only thing I would feel comfortable saying is that it's not gonna be any of the the core six going out, so the starters and quickly. Um but yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll. I think they'll. I think they'll make a depth move because I. I think they really do want to see. Like you know what, you know you need you need you really need seven guys to give a to give it a run in the playoffs. They have six. Could they get a seventh guy, like a real seventh guy? I'm not saying Obi's like not potentially a seventh guy. It's just, you know, you can't bank on it right now. They have they have six players you could bank on. If they get a seventh, you could bank on. That saying it's the right move, but that's my prediction. Thanks, Jacob, for inspiring that little, little monologue.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality